0: remember being young and so great i knew what i needed i was spending all my nights and days laid back day dreaming but look at me i'm a big
1: girl now said i'm gonna do something told the world i will paint this town now what's up girl nothing much how are you
0: i'm good actually I'm not good. Mm. I'm really annoyed. Why? So this week, Pat and I have been house hunting mm-hmm. and it's annoying. Yeah. Like I mean,
1: you should know you're in the real estate business.
0: I know. But like dealing with these people and like not wanting you in their house and like wanting to be there. They got to get
1: over it. They're animals.
0: Me. Like, ugh, it's annoying. It's annoying. Mm, I love
1: it. House hunting, house shopping.
0: I know. I'm excited. How you doing?
1: I'm good. Um, I feel like I've really gotten to the swing of things with work, trying to transfer a lot of services over to virtual. So it's been yeah. fun. How's that been, though? It's been good. I've been really focused on like, my brand story and just really creating a message and a picture for everyone because it's hard for me to really describe what I do just like in a few sentences. I want people to feel it. Like, right. You know, and you have
0: hella businesses.
1: Girl. I don't know how you keep up. <gasps> no, I really don't have hella business. I got one business.
0: <laughs> no, you're like developing products and then you're yes. doing your own, your makeup stuff. Like you're doing a lot.
1: I am. I am. I'm over here trying to be a superwoman child. But, you uh, know, I'm going to let whatever is meant to be take off. You know, I'm going to plant my seeds and see what grows. Right.
0: That's the only thing you can do.
1: That's what we're doing.
0: So what are we sipping on today?
1: Oh, my God. We are sipping on the McBride Sisters Vine Collection. Mm-hmm. It's Tonight we're drinking their Sparkling Brute Rose, which is amazing. I love it.
0: Yeah, it's super good, you guys. I would say you would pair it with, like, some salmon or something. You can taste, like, strawberry and, like, some florals. It's really, really good, but it's not super sweet. So if you're looking for a super sweet wine, this is not it. But if you're looking for a nice summertime wine, midday wine, to make a frosé.
1: Yes, that's how you can make a sweet, actually. Yeah. And these sisters, they have a really pretty cool story. It's two sisters who are half-sisters, actually. One lived in, like, New Zealand, and the other one lived in California. They're black. Yes. (laughs) And they're black, and they are leading the wine industry. Like, they're number one in, like, sales. So that's dope. So if you guys want to try it, they are found in Trader Joe's, or I'm sure you can go on their website, McBrideSisters.com.
0: But can you tell them the story about what happened with Trader Joe's? What? How you thought you ordered two. <laughs> oh
1: my God, that was so funny. I felt so bad. So, <laughs> I mean, so that, that was just God opening up the doors for y'all to go ahead and get some uh, Trader Joe's here in Evanston. So I actually ordered two bottles. They ordered two cases. I was like, oh, sis, I don't know. My budget ain't, I'm on a Corona budget. Give me them two bottles. But I actually ended up buying three. So that's what's up. Supporting, supporting.
0: Yeah, it's good. So it's so funny that as we were thinking of our concept for this week, a letter came in Mm -hmm. from a guy. um, And the subject is, who raised y'all? So it says, I've always been budget conscious. Um, I've always been a budget conscious person, even in my dating life. Maybe it's because I've been broke for most of my dating life, but Mm. that doesn't matter. So either way, I just want to know, for instance, I've taken a few girls out, but this last case has me tripping the most. So I've been talking to this girl for the last few weeks at work, and you know, she's feeling me or whatever, so I always drop a few jokes about me being cheap or frugal just to see where her head is at. And she's always laughed at it. You know, not the typical, ew, look at, look that girls can give. Anyway, so that gave a good vibe and I decided to ask her out. I made sure to tell her that we were going to a spot that was wings and fountain drink special. What? Heavy emphasis on the fountain drink special. No,
1: heavy emphasis on wing day. <laughs> Too
0: fast. I asked her if she wanted to come and she said yes. Now, okay. in the invite, I also gave, also gave her the choice of meeting me there or me coming to get her. She opted for the meetup, which in my mind means we go in Dutch. <laughs> Anyways, we meet up. I place my order for the wing special and the fountain drink. And she proceeds to order a burger, the biggest burger, with stuff on it. <laughs> and you know they upcharge for all that stuff. And then she orders a real drink. I only budgeted for that special and the fountain drink. <laughs> So, y'all, tell me why she was acting all brand new when I asked her to pay for the difference. Was I wrong?
1: Hell yeah. (laughs) First of all, y'all, let me tell you if you invite someone out, that's your bill, okay? Yes. And especially uh, if it's a first date. Right. Like, first of all, I'm not, I mean, guys in the shivery. I'm sorry. If you're not paying, don't ask me to go because I'm not coming.
0: I think he's messed up from the beginning. Before we answer your question, dude, I want to say you didn't, you're not going to kick it because you asked this girl if she want to get some food, it's a date. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you didn't even consider it a date is your first error.
1: Right. And I think he, he kind of made it seem like he was going out with the homies. Right. He didn't even have to like go somewhere like that. He could have went and got some ice cream. They could have went on a walk, especially with everything that's going on.
0: But I think because he was dropping hints about him being broke, like, I don't know if she thought he was kidding or what.
1: Nah, I don't never think that's a joke.
0: So, Weird. if a guy was like, Yeah, you know, I got insufficient funds, you'd be, you wouldn't go out with him.
1: <laughs> you finna get this insufficient number. The phone number gonna be wrong as <laughs> it? Sorry.
0: Yeah, and then this wing and fountain drink special. So, did he come there with like $5?
1: I have no idea. But, like, what do you do? Like, for me, if I'm on a bad date and the guy is rude or something or can't afford it, child, I might slip my waitress 20 bucks and I'm dipping.
0: Right. My whole thing is I think guys should have some type of standard for when they're taking a girl on a date. Like, yeah. let me at least have $200 in my bank account so it doesn't decline. Like, right. something. You don't come with $20 in your account and ex- and plan for what she's going to eat.
1: Let me knock on wood. I've never been on a date. That I had to pay or like, I feel like, thankfully, I've always been with responsible, financially responsible guys.
0: So so you think.
1: Somewhat, yeah. So I think. Right. On that first date.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I couldn't imagine being on a first date with someone and their card declining.
1: What if you ain't got no money?
0: <laughs> Low key, I've been in that situation and we'll talk about it later
1: <laughs> in the podcast
0: if you can't tell we're talking about money today <laughs>
1: oh my god well first of all before we even move on to the next section i just want to thank everyone who has subscribed liked our posts and reposted for us yes following us on instagram at you think you grown podcast anyone and who wrote a review yes um if you want to write something or you want to send us any tips tricks for podcasts email us at you think you've grown at gmail and we will respond. Thank you.
0: You can also um, DM us on Instagram at You Think You Grown Podcast. Yes. All right, B. I heard you found a little article this week.
1: Oh yeah. I you know in it. the
0: Megan bag? What's up,
1: girl? Yeah, I'm trying to steal Megan's job, y'all. hmm So, sorry, I'm eating my popcorn. So I saw this ep- this article on Forbes, Ooh. and it was talking about um, how to prevent like ruining relationships with money. Mm -hmm. So they just gave like a couple tips of like how you can like not, you know, ruin your relationships because of money. And I think all relationships can get ruined because of money. Definitely. Friendships, partnerships and business. Um, especially a marriage, so we'll definitely want your your take on that, Megan, because mm-hmm. married and married young, and mm-hmm. I'm sure finances change as you're growing. So I definitely want to know your perspective on that. Yeah, the first like um, thing was it's like set yourself a disaster fund, like know like what your like cloud or your net is. What do you think about that?
0: I definitely agree. I think that everyone needs to prepare in case something happens. Yes, mm-hmm. you have your savings for whatever you want in the next few months or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you have your savings for retirement, but you you need to prepare in case something terrible happens that you weren't prepared for.
1: IE pandemic.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And so you need to be able to say for these next few months, um, I'm going to be okay if I lose my job or God forbid, someone needs help in so your family. So where do
1: these funds come from? Is this like a sacrifice? Like, okay, we're not going to eat out this night. Cause I mean, a lot of people are living paycheck to paycheck. Let's be honest.
0: Right. And I get that, but I think you can do it really simply. Like for me, my quote, quote, disaster fund is $5 a day. It's mm-hmm. the cost of a cup of coffee or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's right. something you don't think about. And then when you need it, boom, it's right there.
1: Well, I mean, this is kind of hard to ask you because I feel like you've always been really financially literate and you've always been a saver. Yeah. So me, I'm like,
0: it's the last day. (laughs) 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 Blowing back. Honestly, I think it depends on how you were raised. I like obviously island parents and stuff when you're immigrating to America, like. It's not like that. You're not, they're trying to make it, you know, there's yep. so many hardships Thanks. that are on them beyond being black, mm-hmm. you know, that they have to deal with. So, you know, I learned kind of not to like sound wrong, but not what not to do. Yeah. And so me going into adulthood, it was like, okay, I need to have this emergency fund. I need to have a savings. I want to retire. It, that's just what I thought but about. I,
1: feel, I still feel like this. Okay. So I was growing up in like a similar household, like save, 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 like everybody says save right mm-hmm. but I feel like it was beat down on me so much that I that I didn't save as much as I really could have I think I agree I think it needs to just be a part of your lifestyle and of your upbringing so like you do with Wayne like how he has those like five dollar bags ten dollar bags mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. like I think it should just be a part of your practice and it doesn't seem like you're taking away from what you what you gross
0: yeah for me I never want to feel like I'm without something I work hard And when I get paid, I deserve what I want. And that's how I live my life. But you have to do it strategically. So for me, it's all about percentages. You know, this percentage goes into retirement. This percentage goes into savings. This is what we spend, you know. So it's just about making it work for your lifestyle and your income.
1: So they also said, like, you should discuss your debt.
0: (laughs) Yes. I think that should be discussed in, like, honestly... The first mm, 10 dates. Really? Yes.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, well, 10 dates. I mean, yeah.
0: Debt is a huge thing. And Mm. when you commit to someone, you commit to their debt, too. Mm -hmm. So if they're coming for you, they're coming for me. Mm -hmm. Like, embarrassing story, but I'm going to be real with y'all. We live in Evanston, and I'm really good about paying my bills on time. My husband... He wasn't in the past. Mm. So I remember I have my car. He has ki- He has his. And Evanston, oh, my God, the parking people are annoying. They're
1: like leeches.
0: So, you know, I pay all my parking tickets when I get them, whatever, whatever. I am leaving to go out of town one day. I go to get in my car. My car has a boot on it. <laughs> I am, like, cussing out the city, like, what the F? I don't have anything on my account. Like, da-da-da-da-da. And they're like, ma'am, your husband? Mm. <laughs> And he was like, oh, yeah. And I just turned my head because he was right by me and looking guilty and Mm -hmm. we had to pay it or whatever. But that's the first time that I was affected by something that, you know, happened with him that I had no idea could affect me personally.
1: Yeah. See, um, one person that I've dated, like his finances weren't always straight and he had this kind of a similar situation. And I felt like I was always the one, like, helping him, like, oh, yeah, his license was suspended. I'm like, okay, like, here, Mm -hmm. let's go get that taken care of. But that wasn't, like, a priority, like.
0: Yeah, and I have to say, and I don't know, but I feel like guys are a little bit different. mm -hmm. I feel like they take care of what's important, like, what's in their face, like, oh, the light bill is about to get off, like, cut off, (laughs) let me pay that. But then they're not thinking about their phone bill where two weeks from now it's going to be due. You know, they definitely take care of. What's right in their face right now.
1: Mm, and that's a big they don't difference. Plan for the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Some some men, not yeah. all.
1: Yeah, not all, not all. And this is just our perspective. So yes. Don't be over there like, ah, they hate me, <laughs> and it's probably you. You probably got a ticket right now. Mm hmm. Um, So then it also said, like, understand your partner's money mindset, which I think is so important. If you like, y'all need to be on the same kind of wave. Like, like you said, I'm not a big spender. I'm kind of cheap, actually. So if we go in grocery shopping and you picking up the full price item and I'm looking at the great value and we looking at each other like we crazy. Mm -hmm. It's going to just be a disaster.
0: (laughs) I think yeah understanding is important but agreeing again Mm -hmm. I don't think you have to agree because I'm the bad one with that. Like Mm -hmm. I want the full price item. I I'm not looking in the sales section but like Mm -hmm. Patrick can go to Jewel and get like 30 things for $20. Oh my God, For me, I I'd leave with that. four things. Oh,
1: my God. That's me at Trader Joe's. Like, four things and $60. I bet.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm like, how? Like, I I don't know. But it's like a game to him. And it's dope.
1: But you know what? A sale feels so good. Like, for instance, like Nordstrom Rack. I found shoes for a penny. What? A penny. Yes. But, I mean, you got to have the time. I was, like, surfing through. And I'm sure we've been there, like, two hours now. Me and my mm-hmm. aunt, like, we were just, like shopaholics but mm-hmm. yes i was like a penny it felt so gratifying i'm like yeah
0: yeah. i can't imagine yeah. nothing like that's ever happened you probably wouldn't even
1: buy you like this is wrong
0: yeah i'd be like um there's
1: an error <laughs> <laughs> <Goofy>. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"No." laughs> ring it up sis <laughs> do you have any more that's right what i would be saying um, so like, what else are they talking about? They were saying, set your eye on the prize. So basically like the end goal, like what you want to buy financially, like big projects. If you want to buy a new house, if you want to it, renovate your house. I mean, for you, you're buying a new house. So what was, what did that look like? Um, house for, before 30.
0: Yeah. For me, it was important to be as financially literate as possible. Mm-hmm. So I definitely took some classes and took a real good look at my finances and said, what can I cut? What do I not need? What am I overspending on? Amazon, I'm so sorry, but that had to really be like cut in half. Like I was going crazy when I was looking at my bank statements, like every other day. So um, I just looked at what I didn't need and um, started there so that I know that when I get into this, because I don't want to move into a just because house, I want to move into my dream house. Right. So, um, I definitely planned for it and made sure that I knew what I was doing before I decided to jump in.
1: I agree. I have another married couple group of friends Mm -hmm. and they're kind of like family to me. And the wife told me, she was like, you should take this David Ramsey course with your, your significant other, because Mm -hmm. they became like essentially debt free off of it because they became. Financially literate together. Right. And so they learned of how to budget, like what to put, like different pots of money and right. all that stuff. And it's a shame that we don't learn these things in college. We're paying Or even high school, because
0: some people don't go to college. Like yeah. it's money. You have to use it regardless of what your future is like. So yeah. they really need to prepare people for what to do with their credit, what to do yeah. when they have money, you know, like even how to file taxes. Like it's mm-hmm. really important. That we learn the stuff and it's not taught to us.
1: But I mean, just imagine you're paying like 30 to like, I don't know, $100,000 for college mm-hmm. and they don't even teach you how to to save and make your money and like make it work for you. Like, what is that about? Yeah,
0: I think that's the real downfall in this um, country. Yeah. We got to do better.
1: So uh, I'm sure we kind of t- touched on this, but it says don't <laughs> ignore the B word, which is AKA budget. Mm-hmm. So... How do you guys like, bring up your budget again, or how do you like make it?
0: Um, the first thing we did, probably when we first got married, was look at every bill we had. We brought them all out. We brought them all to the table and looked at how much each cost. We tallied it up, and we were like, okay, what percent is this? And we kind of try to keep our full budget below 40% because we like to travel. We like to do what we want. So if cable's getting too high, we going to switch carriers, you know, mm-hmm. phone bill, things like that. We try to just be as economical, but live and do what we want. Like for me, I have all the streaming services because I need it. TV is life. Mm-hmm. So those things I don't cut costs on, but then maybe I'm not doing something else. So it's just a give and take, and seeing what's most important to you.
1: So what about secrets? Like you know, you go buy that handbag, you put that receipt under your pillow or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know some family members that be having some big bills, and they be hidden. Like their husband would never know, because they don't look. The right. Usually do the finances.
0: So yeah, I'm, I do the finances in my house too. Um, for us now, no, ten years I mean, in. Be honest, even though he's gonna hear. N- no, ten years in. <laughs> We don't like Pat will be like, let's say he gets his bonus and he's like, like just the other day, he got his bonus and he's like, I'm buying this $1,200 laptop. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, so we discuss it, even though you would say it's his money, whatever. But for us, it's one big pot. So, you know, anything I would say over $400, we discuss it with each other. Mm,
1: Okay, yeah. So that's kind of like what they said, like come up with like, a way to, like, cost per use, like, I think they call it CPUs or something, Mm -hmm. and just kind of, like, saying, okay, we'll allocate these funds for this and that, and, you know, then you guys have an understanding of where that money will go. Yeah, because
0: um, money is, like, the leading cause of of divorce, Yeah, and you have to talk about it, because some stuff you hide will get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it'll always come out anyway, so why not discuss it? Yeah. If you're with someone who doesn't understand your needs, because... Feeling financially content is a need. So if someone is making you feel uncomfortable, then maybe you shouldn't be with them, you know?
1: So what if the husband is like, okay, so I think there's some husbands that have most of the money and the woman is just kind of like maybe they stay at home and she doesn't really have control over those funds, like how they get allocated. She's just kind of paying the bills and then kind of using the scraps to get by.
0: Well, I think that's a discussion. If she's happy with that method, then, you know, by all means. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like that's not right, then you have to have a discussion because although he's making the money, you're working too. Right. So unless you are a shopaholic and overspender, then you should have access. It's you guys' money.
1: Right. So
0: why not? Like, what's the problem?
1: Yeah, I just feel like some guys use that as a method of control. Definitely. And so, you know. They're going to control you with the finances if they're the one that's financially, you know. Right. So, for you, what do
0: you consider broke? Being broke. What does that look like?
1: Uh, that that letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like, I think being broke is just not being prepared, right? Because mm-hmm. Or having a plan. Because you can have like a low ending balance. But if you got a plan for the end of the month and how you're going to really, you know, make it happen mm-hmm. and and just turn that zero into more, then I don't know. I feel like you're, you're growing. I agree
0: way. 100% having a plan. Yeah. I also think that being quote, quote, broke, whatever it is to you, is fine after all your bills are paid. Like, I right. feel broke as hell, but all my bills are paid.
1: Right. You right. know,
0: so it just depends on what you need to do.
1: I just wish that people would um embrace the things that they're good at and let those be like their gift, like their side hustle. Like, okay, you might have a nine to five. Mm-hmm. And like you said, after you pay your bills, you're broke. Mm-hmm. But if you're really good at like for me cooking, maybe you should like, put your recipes online and sell a Mm -hmm. recipe book and try to figure out a way to you know make some residual income while you're sleeping yeah
0: multiple streams of income is so important especially Mm -hmm. now more than ever because you never know like with this pandemic how it hit and all these jobs you know and all that stuff like you need to have something to fall back on
1: definitely that's my life right now. But I mean, I think everybody used to always make fun of me because I was always the person to try so many like businesses or like sell like those companies where there's the tears and stuff. No, you but never know. It, it taught me a lot about like just not being scared and just getting to the money. Like you got to do what you got to do. And I mean, your bills are going to show up no matter it's a pandemic or you can't go to work. They going to be there. Mm-hmm. They want their money.
0: Right. So how do you personally handle your money?
1: How do I handle my money? So right now I feel like I'm trying to build a business too. Mm-hmm. So I pay my bills. I like invest in my business. And then I have like a little fun money. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really have that much fun. And when I do grind paying for nothing, like, I mm-hmm. mean, we make sure what we're doing is financially fun. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, I, everything I do, I feel like it's glamorous. So it looks glamorous and it feels glamorous because I'm with good people mm-hmm. and, um, you know, so yeah. But for you more so,
0: because you take a lot of these, have you found that sometimes money gets funny when you go on group trips?
1: Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: I've seen that, too.
1: I mean, I think you have to travel with people who are in your range, right? Or you just know, like, oh, this is my one friend who I might have to spot, right?
0: I don't think so. I feel like it's about planning. Like, if we say everybody needs 2500 for this trip and we're planning nine months out, like, you kind of yeah, got to know. you
1: know, it's that... That impromptu brunch or like horseback riding or something that just is very expensive, you know? And, yeah. and And most of the group probably can afford it, and that one person may not. But then that's when you just play sick. Like, Oh, I'm still drunk that.
0: <laughs> right, right? <laughs> We've all been there. You
1: sit your ass right on that couch <laughs> and be like, oh, I'm
0: still drunk. Right. Nah, y'all. <laughs> I, I don't drunk. feel good. My stomach is upset. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sit this one out. Right. <laughs> But it's really annoying sometimes when you do make the plan and then someone's like, oh, no, I don't want to put the car in my name or oh, no, not the hotel, because like maybe their credit card is maxed out or something. And it's frustrating. It's like you knew you were coming on this trip.
1: Well, so for me, I'm usually prepared, so I just keep it moving because I can't let certain things affect, you know how the mood of the trip is going to go. So you just kind of take care of it and keep it moving and it's no big deal.
0: Sometimes I feel like there's an expectation where it's like, oh, oh, she got it. Yeah, that's you know? how I
1: feel with you. You're the more financially <laughs> responsible friend. So I'm like, oh, shit, she got it. But then right. I always come through with the come through. Like, yeah. Got cash. Yeah.
0: Always. So I just feel like some of those people who rely on that, like, oh, I thought you were going to get it. When we didn't have a conversation about this. Well, I ain't
1: got friends like this. So I don't really. I don't
0: yeah. Really people are like that.
1: And it's people annoying. I like that. But I, uh, uh. I mean, you have to keep around the same people, like what you're striving to be. You know, so right, but you don't
0: know money. until you do it for the first time.
1: Nah, dog, because I mean, if we're going to a damn Ibiza, yo ass, know you got a freaking um, I don't know, Wisconsin budget, yo ass, staying home.
0: Right, but they think the trip money is like they're spending money too. Like you told me only fifteen hundred. <laughs> like, girl, what?
1: Who are your <laughs> friends, dog? <laughs> I got some other friends I need to know about. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Another thing that's always funny, though, is when you go out to eat with a group. Mm -hmm. And then people want to itemize. Like, I only got the chicken and the rice. Oh, my
1: God. That's so ghetto.
0: (laughs) That's how it, even growing up, Rebecca, wasn't it like that? Where people are like, gratuity, what is that? Like, it's a foreign language.
1: Oh, my God. That's so ratchet. I mean, once again, like, You just got to be prepared. If you don't have the funds, stay home. Yeah,
0: like it sucks to miss out, but Or just sometimes. make it you known from
1: the beginning like, "Hey y'all, before we order, I don't really got I ain't got it."
0: Yeah, tell us before or whatever or say like, or "I want to go to a cheaper place." Yeah. Like, "I'm not I'm sorry, I'm not going to that five-star place. Like, no. I don't have five-star money. Take like, me Megan, to Chili's." I'm on your
1: tab, dog.
0: Right. As I'm long like, as you me. tell me before so I can be like, "Let me add the 2-3." Okay, I got it. Mm. Then you good.
1: Yeah, that's, that's so crazy. Like, my cousin works at a, a pristine hotel, and he said, like, a group of people had, like, a, a big birthday dinner, and then they was trying to split, like, a baby-ass bill and being like, oh, we didn't have that. and And those was be the groups who want the most. Like, yes. Like, bring my chicken hot. Ooh, my steak looked like it was still mooing. Like, girl.
0: I remember a couple years ago I went to this birthday dinner, and it was like, 12 of us. Mm-hmm. And then when the bill came, everyone was looking crazy. Yeah, I can't and then that. they're like adding up dollar bills and whoever's birthday was had to cover the rest. It's like a mess.
1: No, I'm glad my new friends be like, Oh, the bills on me. One person. I buy, like, yeah,
0: I hear that. Woo, woo.
1: <laughs> and then one day I'm going to be like, yeah, I got it. Y'all. Yeah.
0: It's coming. So Rebecca, do you think that couples should, put all the money in one account do you think you should have separate account? What do you think?
1: I think you should have an account together and then you should have your separate accounts because mm-hmm. I mean you have um, separate things for your own families that you probably want to take care of or mm-hmm. your own personal needs. I think you should have, like, your household account, like, where, you know, all the major things come out, maybe, like, your rent or your mortgage or whatever cars that you share together. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like I said, like, people have, like, their student loans and stuff, and I think it's good to keep that kind of stuff separate.
0: Yeah. For us, I think you can do it multiple ways, but, like, for Pat and I, we do just what you said. We have our household account where all our household bill comes out of, and then, I have mine, and then you know I'm on his because I'm just like that. But... <laughs> and then Sorry, he, we to... have his,
1: right? Yeah, exactly. That's me. I'm like, babe, what's your count number? Right.
0: Can I, just I have to make hold it sure,
1: You know, you doing stuff right over there? Right.
0: So that's how we do it. But like, I have siblings who they do their own thing, and they split their bills where he might pay the mortgage and you pay, mm-mm, you know, mm-mm. something else, the electricity, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I, I think it, it's hopefully fine.
1: Hopefully that's how it could be for me. My husband pay like the big, big bills and I come in. Oh, I got the groceries. Man. Right. But if you
0: making the big, big money, <laughs> yeah. you could pay that.
1: Oh man, just got <laughs> hot in here. <laughs> I already know the big, big money coming. Right. But that don't mean I want to keep it in my pocket now.
0: So a question that a lot of people ask me and I hear a lot is how much should you save? Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: What do you mean? Save in terms of what?
0: Like, for your future, like what does it look like to save? Like what should I be saving, or what
1: should you be saving for, or like what's the amount?
0: What's like the amount or percentage or whatever?
1: I mean, I really think that you should like twenty five percent of what you're bringing home, I think you should be saving, if not more. And I mean, you should just be like saving for like your wedding one day or your new home or mm-hmm. like just to be like financially free or and if you have an emergency, you're able to just go ahead and. You know, take care of it and not worry.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I don't like to save with a purpose because you never really know. But the best thing that I've heard was saving in an account that you cannot see. Yeah. Don't open that savings account with your checking where every day you log in to look at your checking account, you can see your savings add up. Do it somewhere else and don't get a card for it. Don't get anything where it's out of the way yeah. so that you don't easily transfer money out of it. But
1: one thing I've learned and started doing is like you have different pots of savings, right? Right. So you have your emergency Definitely. fund mm-hmm. of saving and then you have like your, your, your like fun savings, like trips and you know what I mean? Like. Or like wardrobe or a business, like you have your different pots. So I think it's good to keep it separate. And like you said, like, like that savings for the rainy day, like you should never even look at that. You should just put the money in there. Honestly, like when I used to work for um, this company, I would just have the amount that I wanted to put there like on replay. As soon as my check drop, it just goes automatically. I don't even know. Yeah, that's it. what
0: I prefer because if I see it, then it's going to hurt yeah. when it has to go somewhere else. So I don't even want to see it.
1: Yeah, when you gotta transfer that like five hundred, you'd be like, Oh right. check oh. <laughs> yeah. go
0: And you know, it helps as far as like when you take things off pre taxed, it helps mm-hmm. with, you know, the taxes taken on your income. So you guys if you want to do that, like try like your four oh one K and things like that, do it because you will probably end up taking home more money because it'll bring you into a different um tax, tax bracket. bracket. Yeah. So, look into that, see if your company matches, you know, like,
1: hmm.
0: it's important. Now, do you find that credit score matters in your relationships? Yeah. In what way?
1: Girl, what if he, like, want to get a new car, or his car break down, and then he ain't got no credit, and then you got to be his co-signer. And then Have no you ever been it. in that situation? Hell no. I don't Would really you?
0: That no, 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 no. So, you're dating a dude for a while.
1: Dating, No. <laughs> I agree. No, (laughs) No, I'm talking dating. Mm -mm.
0: So never sign on anything when you're dating somebody.
1: Y'all get real close to the mic. (laughs) Don't sign for (laughs) sure. Do not put yourself don't don't set yourself up for failure like that. You don't know, and I mean, unfortunately, you don't know what's gonna happen with them later on down the road. What if they get sick, or what if they get hurt on their job and they're not able to work? and that workers' comp is not coming in, you're going to be responsible for that bill. So if you don't got the extra funds, don't you sign your name. But if you got a lot of money, and you know money is Still don't do it,
0: even if you have a lot of money. No. Mm. That's another commitment. That's a whatever, if it's a car, three to five year commitment, no. What about
1: if it's the guy? Like, if he's doing it for you?
0: He shouldn't. I I wouldn't feel comfortable asking someone I wasn't fully committed to to do that for me. Would you?
1: I mean, I feel like... No, I wouldn't do it, but I'm just saying I feel like we're always committed.
0: We are, but no, I would rather go to a family member. Oh,
1: I would definitely go to a family member Yeah, for sure. But I feel like your family members would be talking shit.
0: They would, and they'll be like, it's always so much when you go to ask family for help. Oh they need a gosh. full pl- full budget plan and so PowerPoint. What time
1: you plan on paying me on Friday? Right so it's just annoying yeah, and then no, they always
0: bring sure. it up to other family members and it's like oh why did i ask you
1: yeah because i know someone who actually did that and then the dude actually stopped paying on the car and they had to <gasps> repossess the car oh my god! like messed up her credit so damn yeah
0: that sucks yeah girl yeah. i'll be fine to him dealing with cars is literally the worst though it's the
1: worst i think it's the worst investment to make honestly Like, because your car depreciates so much the moment you, like, drive it off the lot. Like, I'm all about buying a used car, unless you got the funds.
0: Yeah. I think I'm not that way, but I need to be. I think that's the one thing that I really need to be better with. For me, though, I am not someone who likes work. And I've always seen and heard about cars needing maintenance. They always are in the shop, this, that, and the third.
1: I damn near don't want to stop for gas.
0: Right. So I've been I lease cars because I wanna be in and out and I never have to go get service and all this stuff. But as I get older I feel like it's more economical to own something and not not have to pay indefinitely.
1: Yes. For your car. I have like a couple more payments and then I'm gonna own my car. So I'm like Jesus
0: (laughs) That's gonna be dope. Pretty
1: cool. So
0: there's been a big debate online about whether parents should save for their kids' college tuition or save for their retirement?
1: Mm. What do you think? So, college tuition. Or Or
0: retirement. Or you, you the parent.
1: So, I think you have to do both.
0: What if you can't? What if you you didn't start saving until you were, like, 40?
1: Well, so, think about it like this. Like, I think a lot of jobs, a lot of people are corporate people or Mm -hmm. professional people that have that, like, retirement fund set up and then you have like social security and all that stuff so i feel like um, right but
0: social security doesn't let you live good you know it's the bare
1: minimum what i'm saying is if you have that plus your savings you should you should be like okay
0: but you have your savings which is enough it's okay Mm -hmm. but then you have your kids college tuition
1: Okay, so, so let's say this. First of all, you don't even know if your kid's going to go to college. You mm-hmm. don't know if that's their choice. I think sometimes when kids get handed everything, they're really bratty. They don't know how to work for anything, and then they're just lost. Mm-hmm. Like, But when you know you have to work for something or you know you have a bill, you know, you, you you take a different approach because you're like, okay, I can't live with this. You know what I mean? Right. But I think it'd be cool if the parent could pay for like the first two years, you know? Yeah. Because I think those are the most important years anyways because you're, like, setting your GPA, you're kind of getting your footing, and, excuse me, that's kind of where you can figure out if they're really serious about it. Because why work so hard on someone else and they're not even going to, like, produce? Right. So I think you should save for both, honestly.
0: I used to always think that, and it wouldn't stress me out. Like, oh, my gosh, I need to pay for this college or whatever. But then mm-hmm. someone once told me that, You can get a loan for college, but you can't get a loan for retirement. So I was like, that's so true. So, yes, if you have it, definitely help your kids out. It's super Mm -hmm. duper important. But you need to worry about self too, because I don't want to live off this dinky Social Security that they give me or whatever. I I want to be able to travel, be good. We work for years. So, why not be able to relax and do what you want?
1: I think one thing that's important that a lot of families can do. Mm-hmm. is have life insurance. Yeah. So when you die, you're leaving back some money for your family to be good or your kids to be okay. So I think that's kind of important.
0: And even funeral funds, guys, as depressing as it is, like funerals are expensive. Yes. yes. And it comes out of nowhere most of the time, and it really hurts families trying to figure out how to do that for that family member. So I think that's super important Yeah, Agreed. to say for. So, Rebecca, Mm -hmm. tell me a super crazy experience you've had when it comes with money and a date.
1: Money and a date?
0: Like a guy who didn't have it, maybe, or just something crazy that's happened to you.
1: Hmm. Oh, I feel like I can feel the vibes. Like, first of all, I don't let that happen to me because I'll just pay my own way. But I've... I felt like I've been on a date and the guy kind of looked like he was sweating when I was like, oh, I'll have the rosé and, <laughs> and he was like, "Rose." Right. So for me, I just kind of like back off. Like I just kind of chill. I don't do like what I normally do. And if he looked like he's struggling, I will just pay my way. But I never had to do it, thank God. So. so do
0: you offer though? Like if when you're on a date, do you say like, oh, I got it.
1: No, I think that's rude. You do? Yeah, it's rude. Like, <laughs> if you invited me here, like, it's me trying to, like, I think when girls do that, it's kind of trying to say, like, well, I got money. I'm good. I'm, sh- mm. I'm not good. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, just getting my feet wet. Like, I'm, you know, if you can do it, do it. Right. Like, and you're a man. You're a guy. Like, this is kind of the expectation on a date. And, I mean, I guess. When not anymore, dating, though. Sure. Uh, maybe that's why I ain't been on a lot of dates.
0: So, what point into dating are you like? um, Let me pay for you your dinner. Like, let's do that.
1: Um, So, I feel like um, I like to cook. So sometimes I probably just that's
0: I said pay for.
1: (laughs) I have to buy the groceries and take my time to make it. I think that's actually more thoughtful. Especially because my food is good. Like, I feel like. So, if a
0: guy was like, first date in my house, I'm making you spaghetti. You'd be fine with that because it's thoughtful. Know. No, it's no, no, thoughtful, no. though. No, no,
1: no. Bob, <laughs> you said later on in the dates, so let's get this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. First of all, within the first four or five dates, I ain't seeing your house, brother. I don't care where you right. live. I don't no. want your dirty ass pots. I don't want you cooking nothing. Mm-mm. Unless you got like a, a homegrown chef.
0: Right. And then chef. And then I'm not even sure. We'll okay. eat outside. Exactly
1: <laughs> like it's just scary to go to people's houses especially if you don't know them right I don't know, I'm out with that
0: so your first meal that you pay for is something you're shopping up
1: no I'm not even saying that I mean I don't know I think it all depends on the vibes mm-hmm. I like, like the thing is for me if I'm like out picking up a salad and they're at home and I know he's hungry he probably just got off work I would pick up stuff and I'd just bring it with me so mm-hmm. I'm always thoughtful I'm always thinking about the other person so. Right. Yeah. That's nice. It's not It's not a specific time. I'm always in thought of like what they could be needing.
0: But you're fine dating someone who don't
1: really have it right now, right? We talked about this last week. No, ma'am. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I did that already. Like God put me through that already. He showed me what that was about. I think, um, like I said, like I'm going through my own time of like exploring and taking risks that I can't mm-hmm. like mentally I can't handle someone who is not financially set right because Mm -hmm. I kind of need that balance I need that stability that's what I need right now not saying that I need their money Mm -hmm. but I need them to be like I don't want to hear them say oh I can't pay my phone bill or I can't pay my like whatever like I don't want to hear that like I kind of want to hear hey this is what I did to get this and this taken care of
0: right but let's say they were like that but they were just living literally check to check where it's like, babe, I can't take you on a date this week because it's not a pay week.
1: Didn't I just tell you no? <laughs> <laughs> no, that frustrates me because the thing is like, listen, I just probably had a hard work week myself and mm-hmm. if I want to go have cocktails. Not saying like I could buy them myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we can like, if we have to go have and we have to go have, we can go have. But I'm just saying like, I, I don't want to hear that part.
0: You're tough.
1: Girl, I'm about 29 years old. I'm tough as (laughs) (laughs) titties. No, but for real. Come on, Megan. Like, really? I say give him a chance.
0: He's not asking. If he's not asking you for anything, why can't he vent to you about his lack of money?
1: No, I mean, I'm not saying he cannot vent to me about that. Like, But I'm just saying I think I'm past that stage in my dating life. I think I'm at a stage where... I'm with someone who's going to be financially more prepared as mm-hmm. I'm doing for myself. Mm-hmm. So for me, if that's not something I'm talking about, which it's not, I don't really want my partner talking about that. Once again, talking mm-hmm. about being equally yoke, meeting mm-hmm. somewhere, someone where you are at. So that's what I'm putting out. That's what I expect in return. So yeah, no, I don't have time to waste.
0: I think you're being harsh. Mm-mm. Like you influence your partner, your partner influences you like, you know, them not even complaining to you, maybe just seeing the way you hustle and the way you spend money or save money or whatever can influence them. And that could be a quick fix.
1: Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I'm sorry. I just want somebody a little bit more financial responsible. And I don't that's think okay. that's okay. I don't no, it's that's a preference. not a bad problem. Like, and I'm not a gold digger by any means, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying like, I just want someone who is financially responsible, who could probably teach me more stuff like about finances and you know, being equipped for the future. I don't want to have to, like, motivate anybody right now in in the financial aspect. Right. I I, I'm, not, I'm not in a position where I can motivate someone to make money.
0: Definitely. <laughs> At least I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think everyone learned a lot from this. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think, once again, you just have to be open. You have to be upfront and honest about what you got going on. I think... Even finances is just a tough situation to talk about, and it's a touchy topic. But it shouldn't be.
0: Like, everyone is different, and money is something you can grow from. If you made a bad financial mistake, Mm -hmm. then just move on, pay Mm -hmm. it off, and then start over. We all make mistakes um, with money, and you just have to move on. Like, you can always make more money. We're always making more money, and so it's out there, so go get yours.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Yep. So, me? B,
0: mm-hmm. what you loving this week?
1: Oh, well, I'm loving my juicer. Um, I've been making like celery juice, apple juice, orange juice. And mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. I've been juicing.
0: That's nice. Was it expensive?
1: No, actually, it wasn't. Girl, not cheap. You are. On, <laughs> I went on a Groupon and I found one for like $70. And I That's think that, high. No, it's not, girl, because what do you pay for your like juicing stuff? Okay, that's what I was going right.
0: to mention, y'all. Right, right. No, I have the hookup. So, wait. I have been getting um, these juices delivered by Non-Stop Nutrition. Mm-hmm. And this week, my favorite has been the Lipo Lemonade. So, it's lemons, lemon rinds, and then activated charcoal. Uh. It's kind of nasty, but I'm telling you, like, I drank a bottle the other day, got on the scale the next day, lost four pounds.
1: Oh, where my bottle at? Right. <laughs> After they're quarantined. It's super Wait. good,
0: so it's nonstop nutrition.
1: Okay, but you skipped the part. How much?
0: <laughs> I I don't know right. if I should uh-huh. say because uh-huh. I can tell you how much uh-huh. I pay, but that's not what it is on the website. Okay,
1: what is it on the website? Because we ain't worried about what you paid.
0: I think the juices are like mm-hmm. eight bucks on the website each. Okay. Yeah, they have detoxes. They have all types of stuff, you guys. So go to the site, and if you want to order, if you're local, you can definitely get it hand delivered to your door
1: oh that's awesome yeah
0: it's pretty dope and they have a ton of flavors but that's my favorite the lipo lemonade
1: Mm, I'm gonna try to make that
0: so I know you don't watch tv but you watching anything
1: no I don't really watch tv um I have been watching um Sarah Jake's uh like whole movement of evolve her on youtube and she's just She'd just be giving some sermons, man, that just be making me want to snatch my wig off. Right.
0: <laughs> I listen to her podcast sometimes. Yes, and yes. if you guys don't know, she is um, Bishop T.D. Jake's daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's really good because I feel like she relates to us, our she age does. group.
1: She does.
0: I love that. She's
1: not even our age. Like, how old is she? I think she's in her 30s. Okay. Yeah. She's, I feel like she's very versatile and she just speaks to like what we're, what we're going through.
0: But I feel like she reads my whole soul as yes. far as like her past She's and good. everything. It's so good.
1: Yeah. So when I watch her YouTube sermons, I'll be like, yes. Be right Yes, on God. Yes, God. Yes, Sarah. <laughs> Speak to me, girl. Prophesize to me.
0: Yeah, both her and her dad because I listen to his podcast yeah, too. Every day on my way to work. And it just gets you in the right mindset, you know?
1: First of all, he's like that one grandpa that just gathers you.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just the way he says stuff, it's like, you feel so powerful. stupid, but so powerful. Like, yep. you know, like, he could say the same thing you've been saying, but the way he says it.
1: Right. Mm. He has a good way of, like, breaking it down and making it um, just simple.
0: It's always a word. It is. Okay. So, question for you. Mm-hmm. On Instagram this week, there was a poll that asked... If you think pregnant women deserve a push gift from their significant other?
1: Uh uh-uh, uh, question for you. You pushed. So.
0: <laughs> Hell yes. Absolutely. Like, that's hard. Not even just pushing, which is the bad part, of course, but carrying a baby for all that time, for damn near a year, yeah, you deserve hella gifts.
1: Yeah. I agree. I think you should get a push gift. I mean, they say uh, childbirth is the closest thing to death. Mm-hmm. And to think about it, like so many African-American women, black women are dying on like their, 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 their delivery beds because they're not being cared for properly. So I think it's very important to just like celebrate that moment. It's more than it's a blessing. You know what I mean? And you should just celebrate it. So, yeah.
0: But it's a shame because I asked my 10 year old son what he thought. and He was like, the baby is the gift. Huh. No. It's a liability. No. <laughs> no <I'm just> <laughs>
1: the baby is a gift it is is but
0: not the gift not the push gift yeah
1: it's not a push gift but i mean i don't know i look at my little sister charlie and she's like the newest addition to our family and she's she is a gift she
0: is but her dad should have gave your mom something
1: i'm sure my (laughs) girl i'm sure my mama worked it out girl my mama's not playing
0: yeah no like it's really hard and a lot of people get like
1: diamonds and stuff
0: yes you deserve everything Like, Mm -hmm. as much as they can afford because it's hard.
1: Yeah, because your hoo-ha is probably unrecognizable. Your stomach and, oh, my God.
0: Just everything. You're not yourself. Something took over your body for, like, a year, so you deserve it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, women. Super women. Yes.
0: So, Rebecca, where can they reach us?
1: Let them know. So, if you guys like this episode, please subscribe. Even if you
0: don't, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Come on now. (laughs) And let us know.
1: Yeah, let us know what you're thinking, what we can do differently. You guys can email us at youthinkyougrown at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Instagram, you think grown Podcasts.
0: Yeah, and if you have a question for us or want to hear our opinion on things, um, send us a letter, and you might hear it on the podcast.
1: Yes, or if you have, like, a brand that you think we should be talking about or we should try, me and Megan, are that's, like, our favorite thing to do, try new things, so yeah. definitely send us a message. We're open.
0: All right. Well, we'll catch y'all next week. Bye. Bye.